Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. I'm recording this episode specifically for World Mental Health Day. You know, in the UK, 11 million adults took time off due to poor mental health, which costs businesses 40 million working days each year. And the months of lockdown and loss have had a huge impact on us all. And so prioritising mental health has never been more important than it is now. But the important thing is that we don't just focus on it from one day. So in this episode, I'm providing you with my top 10 ideas for quick and easy activities that you can do to improve your mental health. So join me in this episode. So welcome back to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I can help you to increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach, workplace trainer and helping you and your workforce increase performance and make the impact that you want in the world. I'm delighted that you've joined me again this week and if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button then please go ahead and do so to make sure that you get every single episode onto your podcast player as soon as it is released. And I know that you're probably sick of hearing me ask this but if you hit the subscribe and you leave the review it helps enormously for the podcast host to know what people are listening to so that it shares it with others. If you haven't left a review yet please go and find that it is a very little button um, to leave a review and let me know your thoughts and your key takeaways and what you value from this podcast. If you're struggling to do that, just email me, Emma, at emmalankton.com and I can send you some instructions on how to do that. So as I mentioned, today's episode, we are going to be looking at my top 10 tips for mental health awareness day and the things that I often talk to people about that will enable you to boost your mental health and also sometimes they have a positive impact on the mental health of others around you too. So it's a quick win. Now on Mental Health Awareness Day, the charity Mind is focusing on do one thing and I want to ensure that you don't find any of these tasks or ideas overwhelming because, well, <laughs> that's just going to be really counterproductive, isn't it? Um And I want everything that you do to be easy and effective. So the last thing that I want, which is what I often say when I'm at networking and introducing myself to people is, you know, I help you do things without adding more on your to-do list. So when you listen to these, try picking out one thing that you think you can achieve. And it's always about starting with one thing and if you find that that feels achievable, then maybe you add another thing in the other the next day or you switch it up a bit to keep a bit of variety or sometimes you need to do different things. If we do the same thing all the time when we're only going to improve our mental health in one particular area and, and mental health is this big sort of sliding scale really 
I talk to people about about mental, well, sort of, it's well-being or it's mental well-health and then mental ill-health. You know, so we all have mental health, but it's about how good is it? It's a bit like saying, well, you know, I mean, I'm pretty rubbish at running, but somebody else is, is amazing and can run a marathon or do these Ironman things. Um, so we all have different sort of degrees of wellness around our mental health and they can fluctuate over time as I'm sure you've probably realized during this wonderful year that is 2020 with COVID and lockdowns and everything else that's going on so I've tried to split it into chunks so that you can think about the areas that you want or need to improve on so when I've been doing my training and workshops all online, of course. Some popular ones at the minute have been about work-life balance or have been about boundaries and obviously resilience, stress management. And there's going to be some episodes coming up because we've got Stress Awareness Week at the beginning of November. So listen out for those episodes too. But do go back as well and listen to the episode like about ramp up your resilience and things. There might be something in there that's helpful. Because when I talk to people, I usually say, what's the thing that you're struggling with the most or what are you, what is bothering you the most? And some people have been saying about they're missing the quality of connections because everything's sort of online and you're only connecting with people in your own household or in your bubble or whatever it is. So sometimes it is about needing connections Sometimes it might be about getting moving a little bit more. Sometimes it's about having sort of an interest and a sense of purpose. So I've put that under kind of learning new things. And then I've got one bit about self-care. Now, there's a ton about self-care that I could go into. It could be its own podcast episode with about 70 million things that you could do. (laughs) Slight exaggeration, possibly, but you get what I mean. But I'm giving you the one key thing because I'm making this episode about everything that is quick and easy to do. So let's dive in. When we think about creating connections, you know, we're online and um, we're missing out on those face-to-face interactions. So the first thing to do is pick up the phone, have a proper conversation with somebody so instead of texting or emailing you know we get so much more joy out of those feel-good chemicals that are created when we have a real conversation with somebody and we forget that because it is easy to text or it is easy to send an email and actually we we are sometimes we feel like oh we're imposing because it's not the done thing anymore is it but pick up the phone have a conversation with somebody and see if that improves how you feel when you really focus on it and get that, you know, that that up and down of the voice, like a bit like you're getting with me, or that, you know, the laugh and the giggle and the positive feedback, and you get more chat anyway than you do off a text or an email. So see how that works out for you. Again, say hello to somebody that you see with connections you know, if like if I'm out walking Charlie, I just say hello to anybody randomly. People probably think I'm bonkers. I probably am bonkers. But anyway, it doesn't matter if they don't answer you. You know, some people are grumpy. Some people don't hear you. Some people don't expect it. But actually, quite a lot of people welcome it. You might be the only person they speak to that day. 
And that's what I remember and that's what I tell my kids to remember. Just smile and say hello to people. Give it a go. Another way to be connected is to send thank you cards or, you know, appreciation notes or even a gift to somebody. There's loads, quite a few companies are looking at doing this actually. Um, But we forget to talk about the good things and showing thanks is a way that people can feel really valued and recognised. And it doesn't just have to happen in the workplace, but it enhances a relationship and so it really improves that other person's well-being. But also... You know, a lot of the time, it's quite nice to give, isn't it? So, see what you can do to just send a thank you card or an appreciation gift to somebody. I mean, in addition, again, I'm all for double wins. We really only get bills in the post, don't we? So, you know, when you get a nice little letter uh, that's not formal or asking you for money, then that's a good thing and it makes people feel really good. So try those three things if you need to create a bit more connection. If you're feeling the need to get moving, because this creates different feel-good chemicals, you know, arrange for someone to meet someone for a socially distanced walk. um, Or even if you go on your own, then take time to notice the surroundings. Autumn's, I mean, it's pouring down as I'm recording this, quite honestly, but... If you're going to go for a walk and get wet and come home, you're going to get dry again anyway, aren't you? It's not like you've got to go and sit in the office in your wet clothes, which is really unpleasant. But there's some beautiful colours out there, even if it's just through the park or down a a tree-lined street. Look at the the different colours of the leaves or different things in nature. We've got loads of... I hope I don't trigger anybody. But we've got loads of spiders' webs outside the windows and things at the moment. And actually, when the rain falls on them, and they all look, they're quite fascinating. But it's good to look at. Not if you've got a problem with spiders, though. But, so, you know, go outside and take some notice about what's happening outside as well. If you're staying at home for whatever, I know there's lots more people isolating, you know, do some stretching, even if it's not a full yoga or Pilates or something thing. But you can get all these things on YouTube or sign up to local businesses that are now providing this kind of stuff online and support local businesses or just make up your own. But the the stretching aspect of things, it's moving your muscles, it does give you that kind of ooh moment and it increases some of the body's feel-good chemicals, so it can be good for you. It doesn't matter whether, you know, it's in some sort of formal routine, just have a go. If you've got small kids, you know, take them for a kick about in the park or in the garden. You know, it's amazing how much we can forget to have fun. And that's part of what I mean with the Create Connections because you get that opportunity to kind of have a laugh and a giggle and and a two-way conversation. But we can forget to have fun with things and you can do that with, you know, with your kids or even, well, you know, a friend, again, socially distancing or something like that. Learning new things is also another good way to be able to switch into different parts of your brain to... Um, 
get that curiosity bit of our brain going and that creates different feel-good chemicals again. So maybe just finding out new things about friends or family or colleagues, you know, ask questions, what's the thing that you're missing or, um, you know, if you could do anything at all with no restrictions, what would be that one thing? If you could have just walked into any job, what job would you have liked to have done? I once asked my mum this and actually she wanted to be... um, a reporter for um like you know like overseas correspondence and I was like oh my god I never knew that and that generated a whole other conversation with her about stuff so it can be really interesting to be able to do that we were recently as well talking about how the things that happened with my dad in the war and we all had different bits of stories so even though those two people are not around anymore you can still have conversations and it you know really shifts things to another level But you can have those conversations with people that are alive too, okay? Read a book about something that you enjoy. This can be fiction, non-fiction. Reading is proven to be calming and de-stressing. So even if you can't be doing with any more interaction, if you're a bit overwhelmed with all of that, you can take yourself off and do that in a quiet place. Even just five minutes here and there can be really good for you. Complete a jigsaw puzzle or a crossword, Sudoku, some other puzzly type of thing. Because again, this stimulates a different part of your brain. So that's a good thing. You know, it's like swapping out of um, the different far walls, really. But you're doing it just inside your brain. And it also, doing these puzzles and things, creates like calming and meditative types of environment for your brain and for your body by focusing on the puzzle so again it only needs to be you know five or ten minutes but it can be good interestingly you know how much i love geeky little facts the sale of board games and jigsaw puzzles soared by 240 percent can you believe that in the first official week of uh, coronavirus lockdown in the uk 240 percent I wonder how many of those people bought jigsaws and board games and have never even unwrapped them. If that's you, go and unwrap it. Drop me a quick email and tell me that you've done it, that you've started. Even better, that you've finished it. (laughs) Okay. I've whistled through nine of them. You may be sitting there eagerly anticipating what is number 10? What is this big one thing that Emma's going to tell me about that is going to improve my self-care? You've been waiting for it. It's breathing. Now, don't groan at me. (laughs) You know how much I talk about this. If you've listened to all of my other podcasts, if you haven't, go listen. But... When we are stressed, anxious, fed up, overwhelmed, whatever negatively uh, affecting our mental health, basically our breathing becomes higher up in our chest and then that kind of sends signals to your body that you're stressed anyway and that there's a bit of danger and that you need to be on alert. So when we breathe deeply, deep down into our belly, And then we also do the long breath out. It engages different parts of our nervous system that send signals to say, actually, we're safe, we're okay, we can calm, we can relax. It sends messages again to your brain to calm down and relax too and sort of like turns off that internal fire alarm that's starting to go, oh my God, oh my God. So 
If you just take the long, deep breath in, breathing deep down, you maybe feel your chest rise or your stomach rise and then just hold two, three, four, and then a long, steady breath out. You can just breathe or you can imagine you're blowing out as if you're blowing into a balloon. Do that three to five more times. And when you do that regularly, you can begin to see just how it can calm your internal system down. It can help you feel more focused, more relaxed and yes it is possible to be focused and relaxed at the same time it helps you to think clearly it stops us snapping and being quite so reactive to people it's exactly what i should have been doing the other day i must admit i completely forgot to do it but so don't beat yourself up do not beat yourself up if that's what happens to you but Doing those deep breathings, putting your hand on your belly and focusing on that for just a minute or two. It might be just that you do this every time you wait for the kettle to boil, when you nip to the loo, if you're going upstairs or downstairs or wherever it is that you're going in your home. If you happen to be in the workplace as you go along the corridor, do that wherever you can. And it gives you that breathing space. It gives you that moment of kind of offload, but it's incredibly helpful for you. If any of you would like a longer version of that breathing as a relaxation audio, drop me an email, just title it relaxation audio, Emma at emmalankton.com and I can send that to you. Otherwise, if we recap very briefly those top 10 tips to improve your mental health now like i said i could have gone on with hundreds and thousands of them but these are ones that are sort of relevant and easy to do right now pick up the phone say hello to somebody send a thank you card get out for a socially distanced walk or notice your surroundings do some stretching have a kick about with the kids Find out something new about somebody in your network, read a book, do a puzzle, and then do the deep breathing. If you are finding that the stress and the struggle and the difficulty of COVID-19 is beginning to affect your mental well-being and you want some more information about how I can help and support you, then please do get in touch with me. If you also want to be increasing your performance or the performance of your team, then I can give you some really easy tools and techniques or deliver workshops and webinars and coaching. If you want more information on that, then again, drop me that email to emma at emmalankton.com. I'll put a link in the show notes or you can head over to my website, emmalankton.com hit the contact page, have a look at some other information there and I will fix a call and talk you through the different ways that we can help you. I'd love to know if you put any of these in place. So drop me an email or get in touch with me or share this podcast episode on your social media platforms. Any questions, get in touch with me too. Otherwise, until next time, bye for now.